FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. Red Bull KTM and Cooper Webb splitting ways. I'm Steve Mathis, solo on this one. We are re-uploading what we did last night. Apologize for the uh, audio issue we had, but let's get started. So thank you to the folks at Renthal. Renthal.com. They got a dealer locator on their website, so you can find out the stock from your local dealer for America only. They have a, a bar comparison chart as well on their website. Sprockets, bars, grips, of course, uh, different densities of grips. Also the bars from 7 8 all the way to Fat Bar 36. They've got you covered and if you're a vintage guy and you got those cloth bar pad um, from back in the day, they they make those now as well. So thank you to the folks at Renthal for making this podcast happen, as well as the Pulp MX show and more. Love the folks at Renthal. Great stuff. If you're listening to this and you've raced or ridden for a long time, chances are you've seen the great quality from our friends over there in the UK, Renthal.com. All right, Cooper Webb, KTM splitting up. We don't often see factory teams letting go of riders in the uh, middle of the season, Davey Millsaps, Mike Craig uh, come to mind, Jeff Emig as well. Normally that's a, a bad situation. Those guys did something um, bad. The teams let them go, um, and, and that was it. This one is not quite like that. I don't believe, from talking to sources close to the situation on both sides, I don't believe there was any one incident that led it to happen. You know, Coop didn't ghost route his bike into the side of the Red Bull KTM truck or anything like that. I don't think something like that happened. I just think... There was so much ill will built up between the two sides for a number of years now that it eventually just came to a head. You'll remember that Cooper Webb didn't want to train with Alden Baker anymore, and he was uh, he went over to Michael Byrne, didn't have a great season. KTM uh, made him go back to Alden Baker. He did talk to Baker. They hashed it out. They, they, they talked their differences out, and Coop went back there. You also remember Coop. Not a fan of the new bike. Uh, a lot stiffer chassis than it was before. Couldn't quite turn it as well. He hasn't enjoyed that motorcycle since it, is it since it debuted for the 2022 season. So there's a lot of things going on, and it's just it was time I think between the two sides to to go on. Now, um, Coop was he did have a and he told me this himself. He had a contract for Supercross and a contract for Motocross. So two different contracts for this year because he wasn't sure. Remember, he took the Nationals off last summer, uh, did some J-Day races and kind of enjoyed himself. He wasn't sure if he wanted to do the Nationals again. And from what I hear, he was planning on um, jumping ship earlier and doing a World Supercross ride with Craig Dak Yamaha. That was something he was trying to do, to do the World Supercross rounds after Supercross. KTM didn't want him to do that. They didn't want him to, to, to leave, so they said, well, you know, why don't you race motocross? And Coop said, sure, I'll race motocross for you. And then he was back into motocross, and he wasn't quite 100%. We know that. He was battling the motorcycle. We know that. He did bring some suspension of his own to Paula for the team to put on, and this is all agreed to, I guess, from what I hear. It was understood that he could do his own sort of suspension work, and he found somebody to do some work. He brought it to Paula. It worked pretty well. Um, you know, he wasn't 100% yet, as he told everybody and as we could see. But he, he did pretty well at those races, and things were going okay um, with his own suspension guy and his own suspension components, from what I gather. I'd heard that um, back at Paula, and I thought, he, I thought he surprised KTM with it. But apparently not. KTM did understand it 
and agree to that deal. But as I sort of hear, things got a little tense behind the scenes with uh, him using his own suspension guy, and he was no longer allowed to do that. And I don't think he was happy. He was testing with the team. And there was a crash. Uh, people in my social media asking if this is just a fake crash. There was a crash, and Coop was banged up and couldn't race Red Bud. But somewhere between that crash and coming back, uh, it is decided, somebody decided, either Coop, either KTM, that this was it. Uh, I don't think Coop was happy with the motorcycle and happy with the fact that he couldn't use his suspension anymore. And I don't think KTM was happy maybe with him you know, voicing those issues and, and maybe not being the happiest guy around the truck. And remember, this has been years of built-up water under the bridge that has just kept rising until it just basically washed this bridge out, right? And so if you're Cooper Webb and you're KTM, I think you're just both, uh, again, I don't know who who decided to end the deal right now, but yeah, it basically, it's over. And, uh, and now I think Coop will be on a star racing Yamaha for the first round of SMX in Charlotte. We all know he was going there anyways uh, for 2024, and I believe this separation agreement is just covering the Nationals and not the SMX series, so uh, I think you'll see Cooper on a Yamaha um, for SMX in Charlotte. I don't think, as I said off the top, I don't think there was any one thing that happened. Um, there wasn't something caught, found in his locker. There wasn't any sort of um, a big incident to make this happen. I just think both sides... We're maybe tired of each other, which is which is weird because he delivered two two fifty four two four fifty supercross championships. So like, generally he's an all timer for that OEM, right? I mean he, he he absolutely did perform great for that for that team over the years. But yeah, it it sometimes ends up like this. Everything goes bad for everything ends at some point or another, right? And sometimes it's just a matter of how it ends. And I think that with Coop wanting to do World Supercross for Craig Dak Yamaha. With him complaining about the bike, with him bringing his own suspension into the team and causing some internal issues with WP, I think, and you look at his results, right, which the last couple of weeks weren't great, and I think the KTM guys are like, yeah, I think it's time. And uh, now I did have somebody tell me that it's not a coincidence that uh, they decided to end their, their their ways after the first World Supercross round. Coop wanted to do it. Um, it was a very lucrative deal for him, but maybe KTM, maybe, I'm not, I'm not saying this for sure, but maybe KTM just kept him on uh, until after the first world round, which effectively ruined the World Supercross season for him, and then he uh, gets to go, and then he c couldn't get to go, right, and then he gets to leave the team. I don't know. That's a little bit of conspiracy theory-ish, but there might be something to the timing of these two parties deciding to go their separate ways, and it's unfortunate it has to end like this. You know, every, every, both sides are going to put on a good front. But, yeah, there was a lot of issues there. I do think that if Coop had liked his motorcycle, if he had been happy with his motorcycle, he'd still be at Red Bull KTM. I, I don't think any personality conflicts, any sort of issues with um, not letting him do World Supercross for another team and, let, and, and picking up that motocross option or Baker, Eldon Baker stuff or whatever – all of that, I think, would have been fine. They, they would have kept on going. From what I can gather, it really was the motorcycle. He just didn't gel with it, didn't like it, wasn't enjoying it. Um, I think he probably felt like they reneged on a suspension deal that they had told him. 
And they were probably like, we don't like your attitude. <laughs> so just, you know, you're not, you're bringing us down. KTM's very, very um, steadfast in their beliefs that they, the team, they know what's going on. The, the tail does not wag the dog over there like it does on some other factory teams uh, over the years, right? Some of these riders have grown up, grown to be pretty demanding. I don't, I don't think the KTM guys like that. I don't think the KTM guys like um, being told about their motorcycle or, 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 you know, letting guys go their own direction. So, yeah, it's unfortunate that it has to end like this. Like I said before, it's, uh, they, they had some great, they had a great run, Red Bull, KTM, and Cooper Webb. And, uh, yeah, now he'll go over to Star Yamaha. Uh, again, I don't think you'll see any photos, anything else. I think they're, I think he was paid out or paid up or settled on a payment uh, to not do anything for the rest of the Nationals. And so you won't see Cooper Webb until Charlotte, the day, a few days before Charlotte. You'll probably see some video of him at Star Yamaha, and he'll, he'll he'll get on that new Yamaha and see what he can do for those guys. And he'll be there for 2024, of course. So um, that's kind of what I know, kind of what I hear, what was going on behind the scenes with Cooper Webb and Red Bull KTM. So that's what I got for you people. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Renthal, Renthal.com, as always. Uh, for more information, mountain bike stuff too, stems and bars. I, I got putting on a set right now on my new taser. So thank you to the folks at Renthal, Cooper Webb, Red Bull KTM, splitting up. Thanks for listening.